but at the same time, um, I never had a problem understanding him. Like, I understood what Bane was saying the entire time. Yeah. I but here's the thing. But uh, you didn't see the IMAX prologue. I didn't. Where everybody complained that the good near was Yes, saying. I was gonna say if if that were the case, I probably would have complained. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you heard me making a lot of noise in the bathroom just now. <laughs> Did you? I didn't. Okay. Well. It's because I was peeing. Oh. And while I was peeing, I saw a little thing flying around. Okay. And I'm pretty sure it's like a young mosquito. And sure. if you don't oh. know about the triple E right now in the our trip. state, I went on a killing spree. <laughs> with your pee? Uh, with Did a you towel. you pee it out of the air? Oh, okay. With a towel. Um, and that was an aggressive fight uh, for your life. Two minutes. Yeah. Uh, quite literally. There's a, It's a 33% mortality rate. Of people who have been bit- if you get bitten by it, there's a 33 percent chance you will die. <laughs> What's happening to the other people? Uh, severe brain damage, <sighs> like like rehabbing how to walk again and shit like that. Jesus, it swells your brain and it doesn't stop it. Yeah, and there's no fix for it yet. There's no cure. How are people surviving? Just luck, luck or luck? Jeez, yucko, not great. So uh, yeah, definitely. Um, little freaked out that's the just just the fucking you know cherry on top of my week that i need right now just being bitten by a fucking triple e mosquito the fucking (laughs) brain exploding death mosquito yeah feels like that's like some australian level shit it's floor it came from florida it's it is definitely australian level shit but i'm not surprised it's coming from florida (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like florida man (laughs) Where nothing with a Florida as a headline is surprising anymore. There's now Florida bug. Yeah. Florida bug bites six Connecticut people. Brains explode. Yeah, not great. Uh, yeah. Fucking terrifying, actually. Yeah. So, let's start off with... Oh, God, see, I, I was like... So, so, I was peeing. So, it was a very vulnerable moment. And when I saw this thing flying around, it was almost like I froze. But I didn't stop peeing, mm. so like I froze moving. Yeah, it's hard to clench up that quickly. I well, that's what I was debating. You ever do that? You ever just stop peeing, like close it up and hold it in? So this is going to be a tangent. I used to wet the bed until I was sixteen, <laughs> like because uncon- you would fail at holding it in in that game, or because I would fail at waking myself up when I needed to pee. Like there's a trigger that happens. As a person, when you're asleep and you need to pee, your body goes, okay, get up, go pee. But I was such a deep and stubborn sleeper. That was literally what it is. Like, like they not they didn't do tests, but they, like, tracked when it happens. And it was when I was most tired. And it was literally just like, I'm not fucking getting up to pee. I'm just going to pee. <laughs> but, like, subconsciously, completely subconsciously. Um, and the way I fixed it was uh basically doing like male kegels while peeing like yeah when i peed i would go and stop go stop go stop to like build up that muscle and like have that clench be better yeah and And then like give yourself better orgasms as well yes i definitely noticed that as a result (laughs) (laughs) a fortunate side effect of my kegel exercise yeah but uh (laughs) yeah and then like i started waking up like with a full bladder like oh my gosh i need to pee and i was like oh, i'm cured and i still do them every once in a while just like stay fresh stay spry yeah um, it's um so yes i do do that sometimes so yeah so i was i was mid pee and i was thinking should i hold it in and then just 
attack this thing. And then I thought it landed on my towel and I was like, okay, it's not moving. So I'm just going to finish my pee. <laughs> so I finished my pee and then I finished my wee. And then I slowly kept an eye on it while I went back and grabbed a towel, like a hand <laughs> towel. And then I don't know what you're Were you like scared to slap it? No, but just like you have to realize flying little flying things have way more maneuverability. Yeah. And it and you could dodge a hand. A gel, yes. Harder to dodge so a giant. What towel. you do is that you'd get a face towel mm-hmm. and you tighten it up so it just takes up like the smallest amount of space because it will spread out the yep. second you let go. I don't know if you ever used nunchucks before. Mm. But what you do is that you wrap it around. <laughs> oh my god, this is so extra. <laughs> You've clearly never seen the efficiency of my technique. I wish this was a technique. video podcast. You've never seen the efficiency of my technique. <laughs> so you wrap it up tight like you're about to whip somebody. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So you have it. And then you like you tighten it like a nunchuck like across. A nunchuck. And then you come over your shoulder and yeah. underneath. So you have <laughs> an arm like in the like rack position yeah. up front. And then you have your other arm underneath your elbow holding the bottom. And it's going over your shoulder for tension. Yeah. And then you hold it for tension yeah and yeah, then yeah. you pull both arms up and you release and then you aim <laughs> and then you just release and you come down like like a samurai, <laughs> like a samurai slice you just <laughs> yeah that's that's how you do it because when you do it with like if you do it like a baseball yeah the momentum like it detects the air motion yeah when exactly you, when you move to actually get the, the yeah. kill point in that. motion so when you when you <laughs> when you cut it when you cut down it's just I, I i don't know if you've ever done martial arts or done weapon training but like the idea with the sword is that you always have to cut through mm-hmm. always have to cut through you can't just be like ha ah, that's yeah you it. don't no. chop you are going you through s- it you cut through it it's yeah. a huzz. so it's <laughs> all the way through so when you do this it's not a pss, yeah not like a Ooh, gotcha. No, it's uh, it's a... (laughs) So you do that. And, uh, yeah, it didn't didn't get past two. Two Two swipes. swipes. I did the first one, and I misjudged it, and it fluttered around. And then I lost it. I lost it in my visuals. Uh And then it it, it came back in my visuals. The hunter became the hunted. (laughs) That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, my God, if I get bitten and die, it fucking wins. Could you imagine if the triple E mosquitoes were like... (laughs) Uh, vindictive like that <laughs> like you motherfucker <laughs> it's gonna take out your family first <laughs> so I so I reloaded and then I waited again and then I, I stayed still and I waited for it and then I saw movement mm. and that's how you always track your prey you wait for movement <laughs> I don't know if you ever do a lot of FPS's but it's the same thing if you're ever concerned just don't move and you blend in with your with your environment, mm. and you'll see a lot of people looking around or jumping up and down, and or moving or running across the screen. Mm-hmm. Target, so you're good. <laughs> so you're good. So that's how you isolate. So you just wait. You wait. I saw it, and then it was just, <laughs> and it was done. <laughs> I did not hear that. I was watching Bane videos from the Dark Knight Rises. Well, that's why I'm glad you didn't hear me. Fun fact of the day: that air resistance thing that it can feel and like telegraph your movements. Is the reason why fly swatters have holes? Ooh, because they cut See, down. On I that. thought fly swatters had holes for like more efficient airflow, so you can cut down faster. It's partially that, but then so, since the air is passing through it, it's not being pushed by it. The fly can't detect it. Ah, it detects it so close that it's already it's screwed within the danger See, zone. See, I don't like it because I feel like fly swatters aren't efficient enough. Mm. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Not My, not efficient enough. Just like I I I don't feel powerful enough with that thing killing something. You got to get a rigid one because the the fly swatters that you get like the dollar store is like the little basically a, a clothes hanger like that yeah. wire and then just the plastic grid. You got to get one that's like a firm plastic handle or like wood not wood wood wouldn't work but then like firm plastic like netting so it's not floppy i should make like what if i made fucking hardcore carbon fiber shafted <laughs> people people would buy that because of their hatred of bugs fly swatters but they're like they had different kill design patterns yes they had like they had the power B mode <laughs> yes and just and if, if you need to, it's like you, you hit a button and extend. It's like the light. It's like the dual, dual blade lightsaber. Darth Maul <laughs> mode. And it just sticks out the other side. And then it like electrifies both ends. Yeah. Like, or let me hit you with this one. Two, two of these carbon fiber uh, fly swatters connected by a chain. Fly swatter nunchucks. No. <laughs> yeah. Because the, dream. the problem is that like I don't expect a... You know, uh, 86-year-old grandma to have the same killing technique as, you know, like a young 22-year-old martial artist. Yeah. So it's not the same to say, oh, just grab a towel and swat it. Yeah. Or grab the nearest fly swatter and get it. Yeah. You need something that's efficient across all age groups, which is why um, I think I could come up with a good idea. Yeah. Carbon fiber will have some flex. It will be, mm -hmm. it'll be rigid enough and strong enough, but light enough. Yes. It'll be easy to grip. Mm -hmm. I can even put like... I can even put like a, like I a Wii remote it. strap. I'll taper it. So like the top is thicker than the bottom. The bottom will be thinner, just like my hockey stick. Oh. So it tapers around your hand better. <laughs> and then I'll put like uh like pistol grip on the bottom yes. side for your fingers. Yeah. So you can't loosen it. Yep. And then I'll have like a Wii remote strap. So exactly. You can, if you miss or you if it falls nuts. off, you can flip it around and <laughs> grab it again. And do it like <laughs> pocket knife style or whatever. <laughs> Bowie knife like cha-cha. So if you miss it or you hit it and like it falls back, you can flip around and it comes back up. You grab it again. You John Wick the motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huzzah! Say you you flail it so violently, it just you lose grip. It just swings around your wrist and you could go for a second one. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then I got to think of a, a unique swatter design. Yeah. Oh, anyways, probably a like a uh, triangle and like screw the squares. Yeah. Go for like triangle polygons. Yeah, pizza yeah. slices. Yes, exactly. Pizza slices. Yes, yeah. yes. And I then, think we got a winner. Let me hit you with this one: classes for proper technique that you can do, like a beginner class. DVDs. Yeah, exactly. DVDs of how to do it, how to practice on certain. <laughs> this will be parts. our new venture. And then I'll, you know, what you do you have removable fly swatter heads for cleaning and oh for different types of bugs going against wasps. We have the wasp killer. Yeah, we have like uh, the WK twenty seven, and it's a special type of fly swatter head designed to handle wasps. And then it's like, oh, you got spiders. We have you know the whatever kill ninety three. We have the the VK ninety three. It's the top. Are you just are these letters just off the top of your head? Yeah, <laughs> you got to do like the the Iraq Iraq. I don't know. No, because then Arachnid. you start falling into the flex tape ter territory of like, it's flex tape. It's flexible tape. It's so strong yeah. because it's tape. Flex tape. 
Like, yeah. no, you don't want that. It's like, it's the super killer, super spider killer. It's like, because it kills spiders and it's big, super big, yeah. the super spider killer. No, so you no, want no, it no. to be more generic so it can be used for other purposes. You can use I, it as a spatula. Going back to what we said two episodes ago, I think it was two episodes ago, where we came up with t-shirt ideas. I think we can hit that demographic with the same thing. We call it like, like, you know, the, like, you know, like the, the terrorism buster and that's the one for yeah. spiders and you have you know like the freedom <laughs> flyer and that's the standards fly swatter and then you have you know um you know something else like i don't know i'm trying to think of something patriotic you have you know the uh the bald eagle 9000 is for yeah <laughs> the bald eagle 9000 and that's the one that kills wasps yeah you know? and you can do all these to get up all these and it's fucking... eagle shaped like it looks like an eagle with spread wings <laughs> yes. it's very wide so you can get multiple wasps at once it's like kill the pest in your life with freedom yeah <laughs> just <laughs> like... perfect. perfect i also want like uh have you ever had one of those like um squeezy handle pooper scoopers where it's like a it's like a claw that opens up i've seen them i've always been too poor to afford one mm. it's always been ba- just bare hand these motherfuckers you need a pooper scooper splurge on one of those yeah. they are worth it um but one of those that's big enough to just just swallow a wasp's nest with a built-in incinerator have you seen the guy just grab a wasp's nest and just smush it with his hands what happens he just kills them oh <laughs> that's walk, not how i expected he gets on the ladder him. he walks up and he goes this is what you do you do this and he just like <laughs> and he just starts like he's like mushing it like he like he's like trying to make butter or some shit and he just like and he's like squeezing them dead in his hands jesus and, he, and awesome. i think they're just so surprise attacked they don't <laughs> they don't even i don't they're think he stunned. gets stunned. they're just like wow they're just like wow he deserves the win <laughs> yeah there's uh there's a great technique i see with power washers oh ooh. where you get it from a distance yeah so you aim it you like, get it from like 10 15 feet you away power you should put it on the most powerful jet and yeah. then you just aim for it and just you snipe it and you hold it and you just drown the nest down <laughs> And you just—it's like thermite. It must—it must be—it must feel like what it—it's basically like a, a reenactment of the first Gatling gun brought into a battlefield. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh my god, that's an interest. I'd never thought about like the experience of like unleashing a weapon for the first time. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Yo, I, I, you know what I do miss? I do miss those times in video games because mm. I used to play video games so much. When shit like that would happen, you're playing a video game and something happens and you, it's the first time you experience it and you, you're freaking out. Just, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I remember the first time I dealt with the flood in Halo. Uh-huh. And it was, uh, I was, I was at my friend's house and it's quiet and it's dark. And then you kind of see like the little things start coming. It's like, what the fuck is that? And I said, I don't know. Shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. I don't know what it is. And then like the muzzle flashes light up the yeah, whole thing. And you see the whole thing is like, shot him, shot him. It's like throwing grenades. Like, run, 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 Like, dude. the game did such a good job of doing that. Yeah. And I, I, I still remember it because it, it, it was, we were yelling. Yeah. Because it was just, it was just us just oh my gosh. right there just, what is that? I don't know. It's probably not friendly. Why, why do you say that? They don't look friendly. Just like, it's like, shoot it. I don't do want to hear them. And then like one of them hits you and like it hurts you. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, they're not good. They're not good. Shoot them. Shoot they're them. Not and good. And there's them millions and of them. And you start seeing them. It's like, throw all the grenades. You throw stickies and all yeah, the frags. Exactly. You're the plasma. Like unleashing everything. And it's just. I had that exact same experience with that exact same game. 
<laughs> with my friend who had it and we were playing through it for the first time in his attic the game room where i spent most of my childhood <laughs> yeah holy shit i love moments like that it's and it's they're so rare yeah I feel like they're and so like rare. more rare now because i uh, yeah. it's partially like we've seen it all um yeah we have but then um, like there's still moments that are just like oh my gosh that was awesome you Stuff know what like moment that. does that for me mm. uh end game mm, the portals portals even just the the fight with Thanos. yeah that was a big one the, you know what movie i started watching yes, again yes. um that is blowing me away now that i'm watching it again mm-hmm. and not in a movie theater rogue one that movie's so good it is and i was talking about this uh with some friends at work and i mm-hmm. was saying rogue one is it's almost like the same way i've used the star trek with jj abrams and chris pine yeah where they're not really like yes they're, they're movies it's a star trek movie it takes place on star trek universe with star trek characters mm-hmm. but it's not treated that way yeah it's treated like it, it's a, like a it's movie. a new genre in yeah, that like like yeah. rogue one is treated like a guerrilla warfare movie yeah yes it takes place in the star wars universe yes it involves star wars characters but when you watch it it's not shot like that no it's shot like a guerrilla warfare movie. exactly yeah yeah yeah. and it's so well done yeah like you watch it and you realize they're not really they're cheekily doing things just for the storyline because they're layering it for a new hope Mm -hmm. Uh, they're doing star wars things like vader comes out and they Mm -hmm. have the vader in the back to tank they do stuff with uh like Mon Mothma and Admiral Akbar, and they yep. set up the whole Princess Leia stuff for New Hope for the opening scene. They and make it to Tarkin, trans- and yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're doing great little pieces just to continue the story arc of the Star Wars universe in this time. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it's just gorilla. Yeah, it's just it's just straight up like uh, what was the guy the Forest Whitaker character? Oh, Saul. Oh, he's so badass. Yeah, I love him so Lies. much. Lies. Lies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Deceit. <laughs> is he that character is so interesting? He's in the cartoon shows too. He's a huge character in the cartoon shows. Yeah, I so think he it's really out of that movie. I think it's cool when they just give little tidbits about like because you see it and you have no clue what the fuck's going on. And yeah. then the the Republic, the rebellion, they go, He's a little too brutal for what we're doing. Yeah. And it's just, he's too far. <laughs> he's too far of the of of a rebellious cause yeah and it's just makes you think what the fuck was he doing like you're fighting and they're called the empire yeah (laughs) you're fighting a literal empire he was like torturing people and stuff like that and i also loved uh riz ahmed's character the pilot who defected um he was awesome too he was uh bory something the pilot yeah the yeah the the the, the the empire pilot you're the pilot it's like yeah i'm the pilot yes i'm the pilot I am the pilot. I am the pilot. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So good. And, and it's cool because they're just it, long story short with the movie showed to me at the very, like throughout the, all the whole way through that, I, that made me love it so much. Not just the way it was shot, the scenes, the characters, how you fall in love with everybody. Mm. Um, I want the force, the forces with me. I want the force, oh the force yeah. With me. <laughs> it's just- K2SO is such a good droid. Yes. <laughs> Would you, you like being... to know the chances of failure? No. It's very high. <laughs> he 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 did a he did a good job. He did a really good job. Yeah. Uh, that was uh Alan Tudyk. Yeah? Yeah. Oh man, it was he was just oh, 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 oh my god, what was that? Oh yeah, when he just goes, You are being rescued. Please do not <laughs> Please resist. Please do not resist. <laughs> 
Uh, also, the, no hostiles detected, and someone <laughs> aims their gun at him. One hostile, oh, one hostile. Yeah, exactly. God, he's so good. It was, it was. Yeah, he was done really well. It, but all of it at the end, it like what's really cool, and this takes a step back to view this this movie, which is really just a chapter in in the book of Star Wars. Not even a a book in the saga of it. Just yeah. a chapter of a book. Yes, is that you saw it, it, the stories about. A handful of people mm-hmm. who made the rebellion successful. Yeah, exactly. If without them, New Hope strikes back, Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi, in theory, would not exist. Could not have happened. Could not have happened. Yeah. So we saw the crazy events of this whole arc mm-hmm. because a handful of people said it's a suicide mission. I guess we have know, to do it. <laughs> if we die, we die. And, uh, yeah. Let's go for it. Yeah. And they go for it. And like that's and they they of course no nobody makes it. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. But that's the point. Is just these people died for a cause. And you know what I love about the fact that nobody makes it? Each person plays a role in the success. And if you are you like in the middle of rewatching it? Did you like take a break or did you just watch I took it? A break. They just um, landed on this on the satellite planet. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Pay attention to this. Right as each person accomplishes their part of the victory they die yeah almost immediately after like it's just by the skin of their teeth every single time and if one person had died like a minute earlier a second earlier yeah the whole mission would have been off like it does such a good job at conveying how low their odds were and they like just barely made it out and it's because they died doing this small not small they died for this huge thing and and it was only like 20 to 50 lives lost right? yeah but they literally changed everything mm-hmm. you know all it took was a sacrifice of the feuds for the many and yeah, you saw exactly. what happened you saw that uh, you see new hope yeah and you see empire strikes back and you see return of the jedi and you just realize this all this is all because those 20 people died for this yeah you know and it has the best darth vader scene at the end that he just was, goes to town that like, was brutal that's the best portrayal of like sith like lightsaber like mm. i mean the shirt the emperor is like super powerful and can shoot lightning out of his hands the prequels showed a lot of his power but he was just so campy like he's flipping doing backflips and twirly whirlies palpatine yeah but then ugh, just just sheer power like he just calmly walks down the hallway and almost absent-mindedly kills like well keep in mind he's guys. fighting normal people yeah but like god Jedi so could do good. the same thing and like they were terrified of him yeah god is so good it's terrifying to know that they have a weapon like that yeah you know it's like you have to fight that yeah exactly no jedi (laughs) you can all fire at him at the same time and you will die (laughs) yeah Yeah. just like it's just it's terrifying right it's terrifying to think of that it's terrifying to think of that's a good point i'm trying to think about what you just said is he the best representation of of like Sith power of a, of Sith power and it's just ah there's I'm, some other good stuff like I'm trying to think like well no I'm trying to think you're right like Palpatine is the number one guy yeah exactly right? he's, he's Darth Plagueis right Dar- he, Darth Plagueis so. no he's not Darth Plagueis he's Darth Sidious Darth Sidious right he killed Darth, Darth Plagueis. Plagueis was his master yeah, he killed yeah because there's the the rule of two 
Yes. So there can only be two. Yeah. I feel like he he, he clearly on the power band is is the number one guy. Yeah. But at the same time, is it that he never really shows it? Yeah. Um except for maybe when he fights Yoda. Which yeah, I exactly. understand was kind of campy, but he's like flipping and like ugh, Well, here's the crazy. thing, they had to because you can't fight Yoda any other way. Yeah. Because Yoda has to fight that way by by flowing and dancing th- on all levels because yeah. he's so small. So you know, like you can't fight somebody that's small all over the place because that's how they <laughs> flank you. You just have to throw <laughs> spaceships at him. You have to just move or slow him down because his movement is what gets you. Yeah. So uh, I understand that. But yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. It was just sheer power for like 90 seconds straight. And like unstoppable. He like they weren't even close to like it wasn't even a fight. It was just a slaughter. Yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> like he was definitely a bad guy killing the good guys. I my one of my favorite memes of all time is a gif of that scene mm-hmm. and the caption is just uh it was because of EA Battlegrounds or Battlefront yeah. and it was just when the that when that that one kid on your street, when the kid on your, that that one kid on your street's mom buys him all the loot boxes, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> zip 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 dead dead, and the guys on the window like no, no! <laughs> <laughs> take it run. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Oh man, I, I fucking love Star Wars. Oh, Let me ask God. you this: How yeah. do you like the Cassian Andor character? Like the loved him. Okay, cool. I love all the characters. Know about what they're doing? Either a movie or a show, Cassian Andor. I think a prequel movie starring him, and it's about like the stuff he was doing before. That Rogue would One. be really fucking cool. Yeah, to see that would be so fucking cool. I'm into it. It's like a weird character. If they to did that, if they did that with him, and then they had Saul in it as well, they had oh. Whitaker playing, and we saw Saul what he was doing throughout the whole yeah. thing. That might be an R-rated movie then, based off of what we've heard from what Saul's done. I'd take it. I would take it too. Let's, let's um, get an R-rated uh, Star Wars movie. I think it's about time, right? I don't think they'll do it though. Saul or an R-rated movie? R-rated movie. They wouldn't because they want Star Wars to, to be, be for the kids. Yeah, exactly. But it's a family movie. Yeah, but like Mandalorian's not going to be for the fucking kids. Oh my god, dude! He fucking grapple so ex- hooks and pulls somebody, then blasts chops the him in door, half with a door. So the door chops the guy's oh body god. in half. Like that's not fan. That's not kid yeah. friendly. Um, oh my god, I'm so excited for that movie. Dude, so I've never seen Toy Story 4. My coworker today, my friend at work today, was telling me about Toy Story 4, and he was saying, that's a pretty scary movie. And I was like, why? What's so terrifying about the it? The dolls. He's, <laughs> he's telling me about the dolls and shit, and he was like, I'm not letting my three-year-old watch this shit. Hell no. It I was, was horrifying. And I was thinking, really? It, I thought it was made for kids. No. He was like, I think it was made for kids who first saw Toy Story, and now <laughs> yeah. they're in their 20s. Exactly. Now they're my age. I don't think it was age. made for kids. No. It, like, the end of the first act of that movie is a very small chunk of a horror movie it was so scary i also heard i i so it made me i've only seen toy story 2 so it makes me really want to watch toy story 3 and then four. have you not seen one i've seen one. Oh, okay one one and two. two i haven't seen we haven't seen three the one that's really sad no yeah i haven't seen three eh, it's bittersweet it's incredibly bittersweet <laughs> three and four i need to see i think i might do that this weekend four four was really good i liked it a lot yeah um oh did you also like a lot joker Oh, yes, that's right. I literally came to your house immediately from the movie theater. I saw Joker starring Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Nine out of ten. 
Really? Yeah. Uh, that's a was a very interesting, very good flick. Have you seen the trailers for it? Ooh, yes. Yes. H- how much? How much do I say? Do we make this a Joker spoiler cast? You haven't seen. I it. haven't seen it. You don't want me to. I think you should see it. I think you'd like. Is it, it. that? It's a nine out of ten. <laughs> it's so. Where's t- Where's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Is that a nine out of ten? No. Have you seen that? No. I've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood once. You're talking like I have money and time to go see movies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. But Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I've seen once and I'd give it like a 7.5. In Joker, you give a 9. Yeah. I liked Joker the whole way through. It was thought-provoking. It was surprising. It was... It made me uncomfortable. Like, Are you on Joker's side? I'm not going to answer that. Okay, so let's talk about... Let's say this then. Do you know about the backlash about Joker? Uh, no. You don't know about the backlash about Joker? No, I don't. I know that a lot of people have been thinking that it's going to cause, like, neckbeards and incels to, like, be more that. Neckbeard and incel? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I'll say this about the movie. It will. Yeah? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing. Yeah. That's that is the big the big counterpoint to Joker is that is that it glorifies the position of being to have the mindset of like an incel or have the mindset of something like that. Get shoved down and revolt. Right. Well see, I'm all I'm all about fighting back, right? So I It's it's a movie about taking an a mentally unstable man and pushing him way past this breaking point and well that is the joker character. having it snap back right yeah but we like what was so interesting about it to me was we've never joker's supposed to be this mysterious nobody knows where he came from he just sprung up he's this great yeah yeah exactly yeah he's the, a genius yeah uh, genius madman completely unpredictable <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and this is his origin story and it makes total sense like I could see the sequel to Joker being the Dark Knight. Like really? it's like that that that's makes beautiful. Sense. That's, that's beautiful. That's who the Joker is. So so here's the thing. Actually, I want you to look up some just read Joker, just like pull up some titles of like people's problems with Joker. <laughs> Joker. I'll look uh, up uh yeah, like Joker reviews. Like uh, I, I oh, want to say this. I want to say There's this. no post-credit scene by the way cuz the last thing I googled was Joker post-credit scene while we were sitting in the credits. What if it was a, what if it was Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> um so let me put it this way. I'm going to say this, especially based off of our episode uh two our episode like 2 weeks ago about mm-hmm. uh Shane Gillis and comedy and racism and all this other shit. <sighs> I haven't seen Joker. I've heard the concern and complaints about Joker. I've I've heard a lot of people's reactions to Joker. Yeah. Um like the the I'm talking about the bad ones. Okay. Just where it comes from, the content and the point of it. And I'll say this. While that all may be true and while you all may be right about it. Mm-hmm. And like what you said how it, it it will be a rallying cry for people who feel like they are the downtrodden like in cells or people who feel like they are very close to the edge mm-hmm. at the same time we need to accept the fact that unlike what i how i perceived shane gillis's stuff as a failed attempt at comedy mm-hmm. 
this is clearly a successful attempt at art because it is a movie mm-hmm. that is provoking exactly what it's trying to provoke thoughts and feelings exactly that right? exactly like and that's the point of art you know uh, like as i am somebody who hates minimalist uh, mm-hmm. uh, minimalism and art yeah i don't know if you do I fucking hate it. It pisses me off. And you know what pisses me off about the fact that I get pissed off about it? That that is the point of minimalism. That <laughs> I don't think it is. Yes, the point of minimalist art is that you see something, you see a pencil in the middle of a white wall in the dead center, and that's the art piece. Yeah. And the point of it is that since if you don't understand the point and you get aggravated by it, it has created this emotion inside you. Yeah, so art this is supposed art, to create emotion. This art has affected you mm. because it's pissing you off. Haha, you got arted. Right? <laughs> if you saw the pencil by itself and you thought of it as a brave pencil that survived the pencil slaughtering and it's and you feel inspired by the fact that there's this one pencil that remains unique because there's no other pencils to compare it to mm-hmm. and it's 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 the lone pencil on the wall that that can stand there and no other pencils can make it and that makes you feel inspired. Mm-hmm. That's the same art piece. That's yeah. the same shit that makes me go, what the fuck is that called <laughs> art? So, but and that's what pisses me off because if you talk to anybody who's really artsy or whatever, they're going to tell you that's, guess what, motherfucker? That's the point of the piece. If it pisses you off, that's the point of of minimalist art. Yeah. So guess what? You you got affected by art. You got arted. You got, you got arted. Exactly. <laughs> so unfortunately for the people who really hate this movie or have given shit reviews that are concerned about it, Yes, you're right. It probably will have a societal effect or a contextual effect on how we are as a culture in America. Mm-hmm. But that's art. Yeah, I guess is my point. Like what we're not like you can't say don't make movies about this because it's it could cause these kind of thoughts. It's just those thoughts are there. Yes, could this be lightning rod for more of these thoughts? It can, but if you're going to call yourself the land of the free, you can't tell people they can't make art about certain things. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Yeah. Right? And just like we said with the Dave Chappelle stuff last week, guess what? If you don't like it, you can voice your opinion and then vote with your wallet and you don't go see it. Yeah. And that's that's what it takes. Yeah. I think what people would be upset by and what people probably are upset by, I just skimmed one article that was called like summing up the controversy behind the Joker. And people are just mad about what it is. Like people are think it's going to. No, people think it's going to inspire violence and stuff like that. Like we don't have that already. Uh, <laughs> we have bulletproof backpacks <laughs> for kids. Jesus. What violence are you concerned about? Like um, we have armed militias coming together. To rally for for the, for the president, like <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? So I get that it's like people just, don't want there to be more violence, and if they perceive this thing as something that's gonna inspire violence, as, they as a justification like for their violence. Yes. Like, oh, look, this makes sense because in this movie it makes sense. Yeah. And it makes sense to me when I watch this movie. Yeah. So this must apply to real life, and I can justify it as well right so there's also this thing that's been like memefied of people glorifying heath ledger's joker like people wearing t-shirts with him like <laughs> painting the smiley face saying why so serious and yeah, stuff like yeah, that yep like and, and then like there's a subreddit called gamers rise up where like joker is the the, the icon the mascot of that thing and it's, and it's like there's definitely people out there who are like I'm crazy. Don't mess with me. I'm like the Joker. And like, who knows how far they take it. There's the dude in Aurora uh, who took it pretty far. Um, 
then like his inspiration was supposedly the Joker. Although I don't know where we ever landed on that because people are like, his hair's red. That's not the Joker. But I don't know. That being said, I like the, I <laughs> I told my friend who I saw the movie with. I'm like, man, that sure was something. I'm gonna go report record a podcast and then read every like theory and breakdown of what this movie means and and go from there so so here i want to ask you a question thanos (laughs) has a very good point yeah exactly we almost all sympathize with him because he lost his people Mm -hmm. to the cause that he knew was right he came up with an answer it was the correct answer he was a correct answer and he's trying to he's doing what he thinks is right because in his mind and his calculations that's the only way to, to for it to work yeah heath ledger's joker made a lot of sense because yes he was quote unquote insane and crazy and mm-hmm. was a madman he i said he was a genius because what he did as a character and what he did in that story was that he poked holes in every single point of the story right? yeah he poked holes in the uh, uh, Harvey Dent. Ooh, the Batman. Ooh, so scary. Ooh, ooh. Uh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, he he wasn't tr- he wasn't trying to and, and on surface value. It's like, oh, he's so tough because he's not even scared of Batman. It's mm-hmm. like, well, no, he understands the image and and what Batman represents, mm-hmm. just like what he represented, what he knew Harvey Dent represented. Yeah, exactly. He understood not what it was to him. He understood what these images were to the people. Right, and that's where his genius part comes in. Granted, on top of that, he knew how to manipulate people. He mm-hmm. knew how to manipulate situations, right? He was also a mastermind of crime. Yeah. But the point behind it, even in the scene when he says, here's your money, and he burns it. And he goes, yeah. all you people, y'all like these things. Like, <laughs> God, he's so he's, fucking good. These, <laughs> these, like money. Like and all these things. And just, he goes to show, that because he doesn't need it. Mm-hmm. He's fucking burning it in front of the guy. Yeah. He's, he knows that just by saying it, it creates a value for this person. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want all this money, don't you? Just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just he throws stacks of hundred dollar bills at the at the guy's face on top of the thing. Yeah, yeah. And then they start pouring gasoline on it, and um, it, it's it's. I felt I felt like he was inspiring because on face value, he comes off as like the toughest guy, the smartest guy. He comes off as the guy who is victorious because of his brilliance. Yeah. But in reality, it was just he viewed, in my opinion, he viewed society and all of its people without the imagery of society over it. Mm-hmm. You know, he took the blueprint off and he saw what it was. Yeah. You know, like when he gets interrogated mm-hmm. he, and he goes, uh, <laughs> when he's talking, when like Batman runs out and he's just there and he goes, you know, you know, he's talking about to the, you know, why I use a knife. <laughs> yeah. You ever wonder why? <laughs> I love this impression of yours. <laughs> Why is it okay? Yeah, it's fine. But it's just <laughs> seven out of ten. Yeah, thank you. But he, and he's talking about why I kill with a knife. And and the guy's like rolling his eyes, and he goes, and he basically just he ends up taunting the guy about how yeah. he knows them more intimately than he knows his own friends because he knows how people are right before they die from a knife yeah. than a gun, right? Do you think he really? 
does he really kill people and think that, oh, I'm intimately getting to know somebody? No. I don't think so. He's I think pushing he, his buttons. He knows how to push this guy's buttons yeah. because he knows what this represents. Oh, Mr. Policeman. Oh, you're such a policeman with your police friends. Ooh. Yeah, and you you're care so about... You're so close to your, each other. Your friends are like your family, and yeah. if I say something terrible about them, you're going to come beat you're me gonna up. You're going to come Which is out. exactly what I want yes, to do because exactly. I have this shard of mirror in my hand. Exactly. And, and, and I think that's why that's why people gravitated towards him because like he's the mastermind. He... And he doesn't have the same goals and like goals as anybody else. And like those people who like idolize, not I, I think no, idolize, idolize, idolize him, idolize. like share that with him of like they have different goals but and they not, can see the truth about those normal people. But I feel like they're never, as, they're, nobody's ever going to be as smart as a character like that in exactly. real life to understand that, that he was doing this to like when uh, Alfred was explaining. Yes. Yeah. How some people just want to watch the world burn. This I saw a child playing with a ruby the yeah. size of a tangerine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they're to we're talking about a character in The Joker who wanted to just break down society because he saw the system of society and saw that it could be broken. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it, it could just be destroyed. I can just end it. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, that was the, what I'm saying is like, is, that Joker, mm -hmm. the Heath Ledger Joker, the cult icon Joker. Yeah. Does this Joker movie play up to that well enough? Or will this create a completely different cult for a new Joker? Different cult. Really? Mm -hmm. mm, interesting. He. <sighs> That's very interesting that you say that. He Yes. Because we don't know where Heath Ledger Joker came from. And he's... <laughs> He seems pretty with it. He just seems very smart and like he snapped somehow. This Joker does not seem very smart. He's awkward as hell. Ooh, that was gross. Um, oh, there's another one. Um, Did you have soda tonight? No, I'm, I haven't had soda. I, oh, hold on, sidetrack. Sidetrack. Um, Sorry. I thought you broke your soda streak. That's why. No. Okay. I good. didn't. I'm proud of you. Keep going. Uh, Keep going. Uh, Keep going. August 31st was the last time I had soda. <gasps> yeah. No soda. So Keep going. I Keep did going. It and I'm still going. Keep going. Anyway, uh, this Joker, he is completely mentally unstable. Like he has actual diagnosable mental disorders, which I thought was such a cool thing that they did in the show, uh, the movie, where like some uh, psychiatrist can watch this movie and give you a list of four actual conditions that he has, which you probably couldn't do with Heath, Heath Ledger. But like, ugh, it's it's different. It, boy, is it different. That, that I think that's really cool with the Heath Ledger part because uh, the first time we see him is when he walks in the gangster meeting, right? The first time you see him is in the bank robbery when he takes off the right, clown mask. Right, but the first time you like see him, see him really like talk uh, and interact with people. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just walks up when he does the he pencil goes, trick. Ha, ha. Ha, ha ha and i thought my jokes were bad yeah exactly <laughs> kill this fool <laughs> want to see a trick <laughs> oh man it's gone and then pulls up a chair and sits down in like down. one motion oh yeah God, and so then good. then you go ah, 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 and he pulls open his jacket and is full of grenades and everybody's like oh shit like, god no 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 um now 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 <laughs> and he's just shaking it shaking the pins so just call me here's my card and, <laughs> and then like scurries just, out yeah. of the room and he just like walks backwards <laughs> while he keeps jingling the pin just kicks the door <laughs> just, just let me know and 
talk to you soon. Yeah. Closes the door. <laughs> so good. Um, so when you, before you showed me a video of Tom Hardy doing the Bane voice, which I wish we got to see more stuff like that. Like of people. Bane? No, just people who do like these crazy voices or things for their roles doing them outside of that movie ever like right right like benedict cumberbatch doing smog yes yeah 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 yeah. like the behind the scenes footage of him crawling around on the floor that stuff is so interesting to me to see and unfortunately we never got to see that with heath ledger right right i think they purposely barely released any behind the scenes footage because I thought he was in character the whole time. He pretty much was. But there's like, there's a video that like a fan shot of him and the, I think they filmed most of like the outdoor, the, when the truck flips over. He's, um, he's escape, he's ollieing yeah. over. Yeah. Uh, do it. I want you to do it. I want you to hit me. Yeah. I think that was in like Chicago or Cleveland yeah. or something. Do it. Do it. Do it. Come on. Come hit me. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> it's like shooting cars. But anyway. Yeah. They filmed that somewhere, and I've seen a fan video of, like, in between sh- t- uh, shots. He was just walking around. Like, they're like, oh, my God, that's Heath Ledger. That's what he looks like. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then, like, there's that. There's a, fit- a video of him. Uh, I think it was when Batman was on the ground. Christian Bale is on the ground. And he, like, walks, walks up, and he uh, is going to, like, do whatever, take off his mask. Uh, it's a video of Heath Ledger doing a kickflip over him on a skateboard yeah, in yeah, between shots. Saying. Yeah, Um. But, like, that's really it. We never see a video of Heath Ledger just talking in, like, the Joker makeup or whatever. Because um, Heath Ledger's voice is so different. Oh, yeah. He's but way different. now with deep fakes, people have made a deep fake of Joker's face on, like, Heath Ledger interviews. And it's so interesting. Like, oh, hearing Heath Ledger's yeah, actual yeah. Australian voice coming out of... Joker's like the Joker's face yeah. with like they even did like the green hair on him and stuff. Yeah, it like and you could hear it too. You're like, oh my gosh, he really did play the Joker because like I can't think of a an actor who disappeared into their role more than that role. Like that's one of the best acting jobs I've ever seen. I cannot, as hard as I look at it, see Heath Ledger in that role. Besides the one shot where he shoots Gordon. Like when they're they're doing the funeral for the yeah. commissioner, and then yeah. he like turns and aims because that was Heath Ledger with the scars on his face, but yeah. no makeup, and like you get like a glimpse of it. But other than that, I cannot see Heath Ledger behind that makeup. And the I voice. I actually see him see Heath Ledger in him more mm-hmm. in the jail scene when he's just sitting there. Yeah, and he's just looking at them yeah it's like no prints no matches like oh yeah and he does like the sarcastic clap for the commissioner yeah Yeah. and uh yeah because he's just sitting there and they're trying to be like what do we have on him it's like nothing yeah no other aliases no labels on clothes no (laughs) aliases no fingerprints we we have no history of this guy we can't find anything on him god he's just sitting there in the cell just what a masterpiece that movie is looking at him yeah no that was he, he just the way the light from uh, above in the cell yeah, hit and him, he was like looking down he looked he looked a lot he, he looked like Heath Ledger to me yeah but I could see that it, like out of any scene that one but regardless though also because his makeup was kind of smeared mm-hmm. um but re- regardless it, so to get back to the point I guess because we, we kind of oh, yeah, what are we talking about tricked off about Heath Ledger for a little bit <laughs> um which everybody does uh the new Joker movie yeah <sighs> He's literally mentally unstable. It's right, like, right, right. So, so what what I wanted to say was, and if I can articulate this, that would be beautiful. What I want to say is, I understand people's concerns, and I know I defended everything in the, for the sake of art, right? Mm-hmm, defended mm-hmm. everything for the sake of, well, you need to let art live. This is art. You need to let it happen. It's affecting you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think in the same vein of people who outcry about uh, oppression and, and, and having tolerance and um, the typical crowd that people label as, what is it, like the the outcry crowd what do, what do they call them the outrage culture there you go the outrage the outrage crowd as people call them yeah right that stems from the feeling of not being represented and not and not feeling validated for who you are mm-hmm. and those same people are saying well this movie is going to give that to the wrong type of people mm. which has some truth to it yeah but there should also be a matter of truth of understanding of why are these people that way? Mm-hmm. And maybe we should do something about that instead of just oppressing them further by saying, no, you shouldn't have any kind of rallying point. No, you should remain in the shadows. No, you should. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you should just keep kicking them to the outskirts of town. Yeah. It's just maybe you should give them a, a some kind of a there'd be some kind of dialogue for it right like so here, here the closest way I, I can explain this is i grew up in a uh, i'm clearly a minority right and i grew up in like most minorities do in in, the, in new england in a primarily white town mm. so mm-hmm. here's the thing growing up i was clearly not really like the popular guy or the attractive guy or the go-to guy for 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 the girls right mm-hmm. now on one hand, it's you can view that as racism. Oh, they don't like him because he's Asian. Yeah. Or, or they just don't find me attractive because I'm not their type. Yeah. Am I Asian? Yeah. Is that the primary reason? Maybe. Does that mean they're racist? No, it doesn't. So I agree. it's, it's kind of like it's it's kind of the same thing with this. It's just while I felt oppressed by that because I felt like I was unattractive because I was Asian. Yeah. I still understood like. They're not, they don't hate me because I'm Asian. Like, right. They're not racist to me because I know I'm different because I'm Asian. Mm-hmm. And I know that's probably a, a part of it of just this guy is different. And so it's weird. So it's not something I'm into, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. But that is kind of a similar thing, I think, with this kind of thing. It's kind of like, remember the outcry from the bagel guy who is got, who got in a fight at the bagel shop in New York because he's short. Yes. Yes, right? And a lot of people made fun of him, and a lot of people said, oh, look, it's an incel. Or, or if you heard the guy, the guy was clearly a guy who's gone through a lot, mm-hmm. and he's placed his, the negative value of himself on his physical attribute of being short. Yeah. And nobody has bothered to correct him, and apparently no circumstance in life has corrected that view for him. Yeah. So guess what? He's going to keep going, or not him, but somebody in that exact position is going to go down that line with that thought process. Yeah. Why? Because they don't have anything to correct it, right? So a movie like Joker comes along, mm-hmm. and they see a rallying point behind it, and they understand, and they like, that's like me. Yeah. I feel like that. And this is what everybody's afraid of. Like, oh, no, they're going to have a movie for them. It's just, yeah, <laughs> I, I know. But like, maybe, maybe instead of saying, oh, no, they're going to have a movie for them, you say, Oh no, we have let this go this far for these types of people. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not justifying incels or any of the because they, there's some pretty horrible shit that people are like in those communities. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, when you have a marginalized and hurt group for a long enough time, they don't just sit idly and take it. And this has been the recourse of history. Mm-hmm. You never see oppression last forever because typically 
there's an uprising. Right. Right. That's what this movie's about. Yes. So I think we need to stop under, we need to stop looking at it as this movie is designed for them. And we need to look at it more as this movie is for this group of people. We should look at this group of people and really address something more with these group of people. Yeah. This group of these groups of people that will have this movie as a rallying cry. Yeah. Why is that? They feel oppressed. They feel not represented. They feel undervalued. They they feel like they're not valued. Why did they feel that way? I'm sure some of it is life choices and decisions, and some of it's life giving them the shittiest hand possible. Yeah. But there's other parts of it where it's possible that maybe we all have a part of it in some way as society, right? Like, or no, do you think I'm like way off and it's just like, nope, this movie's not that at all. It's something entirely different. No, I think you're pretty much on the right track. It's I trying to think of like the message of the movie, because pretty much every movie has a message. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. For the most part. For the most part. Trying to find the message of this movie. It's basically of it's be careful of what you're doing to these people. <laughs> Or Ooh, this, so that's so that's the right message. Or this will happen. <laughs> so that's the right message. Yeah, but I think what that message is not going to hit the right people. It's going to hit the people who want to go see this movie, and the message to them is going to be, society, be careful of what you do to me, or this will happen. Ah, uh, you know? that's a beautiful way to put it. That's exactly. I think what the idea behind the movie and the reality of how that movie is going to hit the world oh boy so oh boy and that's kind of that mentality of society be careful of what you do to me or this will happen is the whole uh making an icon out of the heath ledger joker like that's the if i could sum up the negative part of the the feeling that people have towards that like the people who idolize Heath Ledger Joker is that's their like mission statement. <laughs> okay, good. That's that's good. Um Did you hear what the director said about Joker? I saw in that like sum up it was like Todd Phillips has denied blah 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 blah. No, he says I forgot who said it. Um I wanna find it, but it's basically about saying how they couldn't do comedy anymore because of the woke culture canceling comedy for being you know offensive mm. so they decided to make a movie instead and everybody's kind of just saying mm, hmm you like especially comedians they're just saying not re- uh what what's his name the director you love uh taiki um, taiko ytt taiko yeah he he tweeted a response to it interesting and, and he just went, oh, so you, I didn't, I, something along the lines of, oh, I didn't know that was the case for comedy movies. This, like, <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, because he's clearly able to make funny movies right? yes. without being as offensive as he is. So real quick, the director of Joker is also the director of Old School and all three Hangover movies. Those are the four movies he made before Joker. And that, look it up right now. Look it up right now. Because that's what he said. He's like, just look up what he said as a comment about comedy or making comedy movies and because that's what he said he said oh i can't make comedy movies anymore because of today's society and all this shit about blah 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 um 
I see Philip says pushback against the notion that his movie could be blamed for any real life violence. We're making a movie about a fictional character in a fictional world ultimately. And your hope is that people take it for what it is. You can't blame movies for a world that is so fucked up that anything can trigger it. That's a point. That's not the quote. Where's the quote? Uh, Joker, Todd Phillips, comedy, comedy. Also, the movie was produced by Bradley Cooper. I realized in no the credits. No way. Yeah. Joker is produced by Bradley Cooper. Along with two other people. One of them is Todd Phillips. And they're obviously like buddies now because of the hangover, probably. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what happened, I bet. Joker director Todd Phillips says he left comedy because of woke culture. Yep, there you go. Uh, the, seems frustrated at his signature brand of bro humor isn't cool anymore. The director who made himself famous for comedies like Old School and The Hangover told Vanity Fair uh, that he is leaving comedy behind because of woke culture. All right, here's the quote. It's a bit long, but I'm going to read the whole thing. Go for it, go for it. Go try to be funny nowadays with this woke culture. There are articles written about why comedies don't work anymore. I'll tell you why. Because all this fucking funny guys are like, fuck this shit because I don't want to offend you. It's hard to argue with 30 million people on Twitter. You can't just do it, right? So you just go, I'm out. I'm out. And you know what? With all my comedies, I think that I think what comedies in general all have in common is they're irreverent. So I go, how do I make something irreverent? But fuck comedy. <laughs> Oh, I know. Let's take some comic book movie universe and turn it on its head with this. And so that's really where that came from. That's actually really interesting to hear that comedy is irreverent is his point of view. Right. How do I make something irreverent that's not comedy? Take this classic storyline and flip it on his head. It, not even a classic storyline, a classic character and give him this crazy storyline. Right. That's... Uh, that actually that sheds a, some light onto how I feel about the movie, which is I still don't know exactly how to feel about the movie. Oh come on! What 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 do you think I was gonna say? I don't know, but not like I don't know. It's just I'm, it's it's so it's one never of those gonna movies, be fresher than now. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those movies where I need to read what other people think, and I will land somewhere on that spectrum. Um, but like coming out of it, I, like I was honestly stunned. Like at the end of the movie, it said the end. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Todd Phillips stated, go try to be funny nowadays with this woke culture when asked if he would develop more comedies. He adds that comedies don't work anymore because all the funny guys are like, fuck this shit. I don't want to offend you. I just read this. Yeah. And my TD just tweeted, LOL, he funny. Oh, well, he funny. Yeah. Interesting. You know about uh, Taika Waititi's new movie, right? Jojo yeah. Rabbit? Yeah. <laughs> there was a trailer for it before uh, Joker, and it just looks so good. Oh, something something I need to know. Yeah. Was there a Star Wars trailer? There was not. Good. Yeah, there wasn't. I'm safe. Interesting. Yeah. They've been very quiet about it. Isn't it coming out in like two months? Uh, December, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> We've still only gotten like one real trailer. I haven't even seen that. Oh, there's going to be a new trailer. You got to avoid these trailers. Son. Let me tell you what. <laughs> like, there's something that happened at the end of that trailer. where I was like, oh, my God. Super wish I didn't know that. So why do movies do that? You think why to get people in the theater? A hundred percent. They've ruined the movie. Yes. So, to get people in the theater. Because so many people go, why do they spoil everything in the trailer? But 90 percent of people go, "Ooh, that looks cool. I want to see it. <laughs> 
even though you go to see it and it's the same thing you just saw in that but it's a hundred times longer i would love it if movies made trailers with no actual movie scenes oh my god <gasps> and they were all just like um whatever movie scenes they, so <laughs> just random scenes that they as a joke with. basically rogue one did that because they reshot so much of the movie most of what they reshot was in the trailers if so finish rogue one the only trailer i watch, saw of rogue one yeah was in the movie theater all you heard was radio chatter yeah and it was like Ooh. a slow pan from uh from a planet while you were like coming out of the atmosphere yeah and all you heard was i know like, what this is and like screams and like, oh my God. Like, like it was just basically just like comms from a battle yeah um and you hear like tie fighters it's just like you hear all this shit yeah and then it just it just comes out and just says rogue one Oh, I thought it was going to be like the Death Star nope, appearing above just, the planet. It just comes out and just says Rogue One just fades in and yeah. then it all just fades to darkness. And that's it. That's a pretty good trailer. <laughs> yeah. And that's just like, oh, shit. Just like, first of all, I thought it was about Rogue Squadron. I thought it was about, you know. Uh, I mean, it essentially is. Like Wedge Antilles. Isn't Rogue that. Squadron named Rogue Squadron? Or it's implied that they're named Rogue Squadron after Rogue One? Because... They, Wedge? they were like, oh, what's Wedge your, wasn't it? What? Yeah. What? He, no, he wasn't in Rogue One. He was like probably there, like on the base with Mon Mothma and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But they're like, what's your call sign? And they're like, we don't have a call sign. We're Rogue, Rogue One. Because they're the first one to go rogue. Yeah. Like they went rogue. And then everybody like followed them and they became like Rogue Five, Rogue whatever. Yeah. I, that's what I interpreted it as, which I think is super cool. To my knowledge, I thought Rogue Squadron were like Wedge Antilles. When Wedge yeah. made Rogue Squadron, they were just like the elite Top Gun pilots of the yeah. rebellion. So they were just the ace pilots that got together and they just did the craziest missions. But I wonder if they weren't called Rogue Squadron before Rogue One. I don't know. I don't think they were. I think they may have gotten it from that. Yeah. Because uh, I thought Which I think is super cool. I thought Wedge was there when they because remember they sent in the X-wing group to help yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And they're like gold leader standing by. Yeah, blue oh. leader standing by. That was all, by the way, did you know that was all unused footage from A New Hope? Like the the scenes where it's like them in the cockpit and they're like, Red Leader standing by. That like that was filmed in 1977. No way. 100%. How like, does it look that good? It like they they touched it up, but like, what have you gotten there yet? Not, when they not, all not, like warp. Yeah. Not my second time. You're going to be watching it in like 10 minutes when you boot it back up. Oh but like God. watch it. Some of them are. Like there's, it does that like five times, and I think three of them are old shots from like the seventies. It looks super cool. That's fucking badass, right? That's <laughs> fucking badass. No, I'm at the scene right now where it's just make twenty men feel like five hundred. Like yes, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm at that scene right now. So they're just about to disembark. God, that movie's oh. so good. You're making me want to watch it again. It's such a good movie because like that the battle scene too. The, it has one of the best it has the best darth vader scene one of the best sith scenes i'll give you that it's like up there oh yeah it is uh, it is one of the best sith scenes yes. i think it's the best space battle scene what that you're about to watch oh my god yeah when they're fighting above the planet uh to distract them on the ground so they can oh, get their yeah, mission so done in, yeah and it's fierce like holy shit and it's like the part where they uh some x-wings fly in there's like the whole planet is surrounded by a shield yep. but then there's like the whole An entry point and then there's like this weird metal girder donut thing and they're yeah. flying through that and like shooting guns and it's like it feels like you're on a roller coaster and the the hammerhead cruiser uh yeah. that pushes that the one star destroyer yeah. into another one. Oh my god <laughs> and it like slices it like butter yeah that's so <laughs> rad 
and you see like oh my there's so many good things where it's like things i've always wanted to see in less star wars space battle they're like here's 20 minutes of it motherfucker buckle uh, up <laughs> um i still think return of the jedi has the most like intense space battle i well that's one where lando shows up in the falcon no lando leads them in the falcon oh that's right lando leads them in the falcon yeah oh um, it just feels so good yeah so they, they they make lando i think like uh like gold one i think yeah i think they make him gold one uh, and if you think about it, that thing is a fucking fortress. You have this thing coming in. It's modified <laughs> engines. It's modified shields. It has two rotating gun turrets. Yeah. It has a torpedo bay, and it has forward blasters. It's a force. <laughs> it's a force. Like, that's not like a normal fighter. Like, that's... Yeah. And it's got... It's, like, super maneuverable with all the modifications. Oh, my God. That's and a it's, crazy fucking thing to fight. And it's a freighter. It was originally a freighter. <laughs> yes. And it's just like... God. Wow. So that's good. a big thing to go up against. And you're just like this little TIE fighter. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> I got it. I got it. It's only got like, it's got what, like two quad cannons. So that's eight. It's got uh, four <laughs> forward cannons. So that's 12. And it's yeah. got a torpedo bay. Uh, I got this. <laughs> modified shields. And it's a modified smuggler ships. It's got modified engines for speed. Yeah. Uh, I can take warp drive. Rogue One also has like one of the best ground battles. Like it when they're all fighting on the ground engine, and the yeah. sand is exploding and there's the sand troopers and then the the ATATs coming out of the ocean. Oh uh, yeah, and they, it's they like all smoke in. and you hear that Yeah. And you see it come and they're like, Holy shit. Like it gives you the feeling of you don't fuck with these things. Because I think the first time we saw them, if I'm not correct, was an Empire on Hoth. And they just fucking trip them with dental floss. <laughs> and they're like, all right. Well, they were unstoppable. They were hitting them with everything they could. They even showed like a, a souped up like base battery firing from the ground. That yeah, hit, that's hit true. its leg, did nothing. Yeah. And just kept walking. Yeah. God, so kept good. walking forward. Um, which is weird because you saw like ATST designs back in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have AT-ATs. They had like... Um, they had the giant like walking like caterpillar things with like mm-hmm. six legs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this one giant cannon as its head. That was one thing that always bugged me about the prequels. The technology is so much more advanced than it was in the original trilogy and the sequels. Like it looks like everything is just degraded over time. Well, if you think about it in the sense of, and this is my fandom justifying this. If you look at it in the uh, from the perspective of time. The Empire has spread out its resources. Mm. They don't have the same ability to manufacture as they did mm. back in the day. And because of that, you're getting older designs. They also poured all their resources into the Death Star. That's true. So you do have... And like the the Rebellion. like They were is, hitting supply lines. And yeah. They're, they're taking on and stealing weapons. and That's true. In the prequels, they had like a whole society and stuff like that. Because that they the had society trilogy. on their side. Yeah, exactly. So they had yeah, all the they, currency. They had all the factories because they were the good guys. You filled one of the longest running plot holes in my life. <laughs> I can justify anything in Star Wars. <laughs> um, you name it, I can justify it. Another trailer... That I don't even know if I want to even talk about because well, I almost feel like just telling people what trailer is before Joker is a spoiler for that movie. Well, is it a movie that I would want to black out? It's not a movie you'd want to black out. And even seeing the trailer, you wouldn't know shit about this movie. It's a movie. Oh, it's a Gemini man. No, it's okay. a no, 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 no. It's a movie that I didn't know existed. 
I was literally watching it like, what the fuck is this? And then the director's name came up and I'm like, what? That's their new movie? Is it an action movie? And I, Matrix. I, I don't know. Matrix. I don't know. It's Matrix. No, it's not. It's Matrix. I it's Matrix. don't know what to think of this movie. Matrix. When the trailer finished, it started showing another trailer that I didn't care about. And I looked it up on IMDb. I'm like, holy shit. What is this? It's by a director that I love. I like. I don't. I. I don't want to talk about it. Why? Because I was blown away that there's a new movie coming from this person, and the trailer is like 45 seconds long, and I know nothing about it, and I'm so excited. <laughs> Do you want me to action, tell you? Is it an action movie? Is it? Well, I, 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 here's the thing. I don't know why you don't want to talk about it as a trailer. Because I was blown away <laughs> that it exists. Like, I've never. I've never gone to a theater and seen a trailer for the first time for a movie that I cared about. Oh, okay. Because I always see on Reddit, new trailer for a Spider-Man. And then you go to see Avengers and the trailer for Spider-Man is in there. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I've already Uh, seen it. See, I forget you search these things out. That's why. Yeah. I I don't search for them. I'm just on places that shove them in my face. You just don't avoid the places that show them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's fair. That's a nice medium. (laughs) I actively don't avoid (laughs) the places. Do you want me to tell you? I mean, I don't know what to think at this point, the way you're fucking positioning this. Like, I don't even know I, if you like this director like, or as much as I do. I feel do. like, I, yeah, I, I don't know what, what you would say by a director that make me be like, get out of here. No way. Me. I don't know even, I can't even think of a name that you would say. Unless you say George Lucas. Then no, I, would I don't just, give a shit about George Lucas. Well, I would be, I, I would, my response would be, how the fuck is he directing again? Just <laughs> who let him do that again? <laughs> Who's letting him do that? That would be my reaction, and then I would understand it. Uh, okay, I'm just gonna tell you. Ready? Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the title of the movie, but Ad Astra. T e n e t Tenet. 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 T e n e t Tenet. 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 Uh, directed by Christopher Nolan. I did not know he okay. was making a new movie. I have not heard of this at all. Okay. And this is what IMDb says. The plot is currently unknown. The project is described as an action epic revolving around international espionage, Ooh. time travel, Ooh. and evolution. <laughs> what? Who's starring in it? Uh, Robert Hardy. Pattinson, Elizabeth Wait, Debicki. Robert Pattinson? Yeah. Uh, he's killing it. Like People have noticed that he's a great actor. Uh, Aaron, Ty- Aaron Taylor Johnson, who was um, Quicksilver and... Avengers Age of Ultron, um, Michael Caine, Kenneth Branagh, Clemence Posey, and the main character is John David Washington, who uh, was in Black Klansman, The Book of Eli, Ballers, Malcolm X. Um, it looks crazy. Oh my gosh, it looks so crazy. Crazier than Inception? Revolving around international espionage, time travel, and evolution. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like international espion okay cool every th- that's king action thriller i've ever seen yeah time travel okay that's a twist on that I mean, genre we just, we just had that with age of ultron evolution just had that with with endgame evolution what does that mean <laughs> time travel they time travel fucks up or they go back far enough where they fuck with evolution of mankind yeah and instead of man stemming from apes it stems from like frogs or something yeah <laughs> I guess. I yeah, mean, who knows? It sounds rad. I, I mean, and the trailer is so weird. Well, I don't even know what to think of it. Here's the bright side. Yeah. When has Christopher Nolan failed? Uh, the Dark Knight Rises was good, not great. That's still not failed. No, I know. So never. 
right? It's, it's I just... loved Inception. I loved Memento. Holy crap! Uh, the Dark Knight trilogy. He his first movie was a kind of short movie called Following. That was really good. Uh, Dunkirk was amazing. Yeah, no, he's he's good. He crushes it. So. He crushes it. The bright side, which is nothing, why I'm so excited. The bright side, there's nothing, nothing to fear about this one. Yeah. Speaking of Gemini Man, because I just mentioned it. Ugh, do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> what if it wins? What if it wins awards? It won't. You don't know that. Number one, it's a sci-fi movie. They never win any awards. <laughs> um. Oh, that's fantasy. I was gonna say Lord of the Rings. They won awards. Like, that's fantasy. Yeah. Um. I was gonna say. I don't understand. I don't understand anything about the movie. There's a guy who's being trying to be assassinated by himself who's younger. There is a professional assassin who has somehow gone rogue with a couple other people of his assassin co-workers or whatever. And his original boss sends someone out to kill him. And that someone is a clone of himself. So it's Jason Bourne meets Will Smith meets time travel uh not time travel cloning he's a clone of himself oh yeah oh. So, and he was made in hit was so like when will smith was like 20 when he was at the height of his assassin career they made a little tiny baby clone of him and then he went rogue and then like 40 tw- years later 20, years, 20 later, years later it's a new young will smith and now that he's 40 years old yeah grizzled will smith versus <laughs> bad boys will smith did you see the new bad boys trailer yeah, I don't give a shit. What? It looks funny. Yeah, it looks fine. It looks fun. I did like the when he finally wears glasses. Oh my god, this is like HD. <laughs> I, I I will say this: we can shit all over the bad boy movies, mm-hmm. and we can shit all over what's the f- bad boy movies are great. I love bad no, boys no, one no, too. No, what's the fucking guy who always directs that? Michael sh- Bay. Yeah, we can shit on Michael Bay. Michael into Bay's his- fine. He's fine sometimes. <laughs> What what has he made? He made Transformers. Transformers one is fine. Transformers. Bad Boys one and two is fine. True, true, true. He made Pearl Harbor, which was okay. That was actually okay. Pearl the, Harbor, I didn't mind. The action parts of it were awesome. I thought all of it was pretty okay. The love story was. I thought it was okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the he, war part of it was great. He made Armageddon. He made Armageddon, which is super fun. Which is great. Which, is, which we yeah, talked you know about a couple. He's of, a fun guy. He's fun. He's, he's a just fun. fun. Guy. He's a fun he's guy. He's just fun. He's a fun guy. He's not here for the Pinot Noir or the Sancerre. No. He's here for the Bud Platts. He's just your Franzia, your regular old Franzia. <laughs> he's fun. He's fun. Um, <laughs> I will say this. I don't care for him if he... I don't even know if he is directing the movie. I don't think he is. I love the chemistry of Martin Lawrence... Will Smith, yeah, and whoever plays the police chief, <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, the angry, the angry older guy, yeah, I forget who that is. It's like, Fuck, but it's like a, <laughs> it's like a fairly famous guy, right? Yeah, and he always yells because he's got like anger management issues, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "What part of don't kill people do you not fucking understand?" It's like. Listen, cheap. No, 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 no. You listen to me. Listen to me. Why are there dead bodies in that vehicle and that vehicle? Why is there a train blown up in half? It's like, so we ran into some problems, cheap, okay? Like, bad boys for life. <laughs> um, He is, where the hell is he? TJ Collett is in it. Cool. Oh, cool. Uh, cool. Shit, where is he? 
I'm looking through the IMDb cast, and he's like, not. While here. you look, mm-hmm. speaking of origin stories, mm-hmm. did you see the Harley Quinn trailer? Yeah, it looks fun. What do you think? Why are you get? Why are you making your eyebrows dance at me? There's a lot of people in Bad Boys for Life. Too many, I would say. There's a lot of people in the Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, my boy Ewan is in it. He's the most oh, handsome yeah, man I've ever seen. Really? Chris Hemsworth is kind of... Well, he's smoldering. No, he's too hunky. Too hunky. Yeah, and he's also not Scottish enough. <laughs> Ewan oh, McGregor the is the Scottish right guys. amount of Scottish. So he's got to be Scottish. Yeah. Really? No, he doesn't have to be, but I Doesn't have to be? Okay. I can't find who the police chief is. I'm upset. Just look for Bad Boys 2. Yeah, I'm on Bad Boys 2 now. Look for Bad Boys 1. <laughs> I already looked at Bad Boys when I couldn't find it. Anyway, uh, yeah, what do you think of uh, Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of the One Something Harley Quinn? Have you seen the full title of that yeah. movie? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's cool that they're. Here's the thing. Yeah. I don't want to see a action movie of Harley Quinn. I want to see like a drama movie of Harley Quinn. Okay. One, because Margot Robbie, I think, is that good. Yes, she is. She can act her ass off. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, she can act like a motherfucker. And I would like to see that. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure she'll be great in an action movie. But I feel like if you want to see Margot Robbie shine, you put, like, (laughs) like, I'm not going to put Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio in an Avengers movie to shine. I'm going to put him (laughs) in... (laughs) movie when he gets to act you know yeah, what i mean Just exactly when, he, when don't not to hmm. shit on the avengers or the people in it because there are right. good scenes but that's just not the forte of leonardo dicaprio he yeah. he's he, he excels in the heaviness yeah margot robbie can excel in the heaviness yeah i would like to see her have the room to stretch her legs in and and spread her wings in a movie like that spread her wings and birds of prey <laughs> yeah see see like how i tied that together yeah um yeah, you know what it's you know what it's a lot like, mm. and I read a great article about this, about hustlers and Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> you had to let the Cartman slip in there a little bit, but yes, go ahead. It was about uh, Jennifer Lopez's body, yeah, specifically her booty, yeah, and her performance in Hustlers. Did you have you seen this article floating around? No. It's a really cool article. Basically, the article is about how we as a society, uh, society, we as a culture have idolized and viewed Jennifer Lopez as a body. Yeah, as a butt. As, a, as an ass. As yeah. a, but as a body. We yeah. viewed her for her, her flesh vehicle. That's what she's famous for. Yes, right? She can act, she can sing, she mm-hmm. can dance, but we, we look at her for her body. And in Hustlers, what's cool and what this person wrote, and I wish I remembered the, the, the author, they wrote about how... In Hustlers, you see less of the fact that it's Jennifer Lopez's body in hmm. Jennifer Lopez. You see the character behind the body and why it works. Hmm. So they were equating it primarily to you understand. I guess there's a really dramatic opening scene with her. Um, they say that, that you understand after the big opening, the grand opening scene with her, that you understand more of her as as an as an actor you we we understand her as what she's trying to portray with what she does with the body 
less of she is the body. Yeah. And once you get past that hmm. wall, you start to understand more about the character and why the character is the way she is inside that movie. And a lot of people are saying it's her greatest performance. Oh, wow. In Hustlers. Yeah. That's cool. Right? It seems like a decent movie. It does. It does. I like how there's like a little crime. There's a little little action. Yeah. You know? Um, it seems a little funny. A little funny, a little dancey. You know what I mean? But also like they're like anti-heroes. Like they are doing illegal things. I think it was inspired by Cardi B. <laughs> I think it was based off a true story. Yeah, I think it's based think. off a true story or some yeah. shit. I mean, Cardi B's in it. Yeah. Well, well, that that's what makes me think. You know, you know, you know, I love about about uh, Birds of Prey. What? Ali Wong is in that movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I hope. Yeah. I hope. Hope she has this crazy cool scene where she just like just slaying people. But yeah. um. Uh. Anyways, uh, I think Birds of Prey. I hope it's that's kind of where I'm getting with this. I hope it's more hustlers dramatic mm. than it is bad boys for life dramatic uh, i think you're gonna be disappointed i know and that's <laughs> my concern it's like i don't yeah. want it to be bad boys i want it to be hustlers yeah it's, you know uh, it's not gonna be <laughs> it's it's gonna be a fun sequel to suicide squad featuring girls now is it a i thought it was a prequel nope so it's, it's about just, me and Mr. J aren't together anymore. I gotta fight for myself. That was my spot on Harley Quinn impression, by the way. <laughs> it was very good. It was very good. But th- that's us girls gotta stick together. <laughs> I need to stop. <laughs> it's it just that's just my concern because I feel like that is Margot Robbie is strong enough to be able to do more than just jokingly cause violence in an action flick. Mm. As fun as I'm sure that will be, yeah, it would be cooler to have her do a different kind of take on that role. Yeah. You know a new I mean? trailer came out today. Did you see it? No. Just just imagine if There's you... a lot of jokingly violence. Just imagine if you had like a Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn renaissance like you did with Heath Ledger and Joker. Mm. Imagine how cool that would be. Yeah. Imagine... Okay. Birds of Prey, directed by Christopher Nolan. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that'd be something. That would be something. That would be uh, something. That's like, Birds of Prey is similar to Suicide Squad, though, where like that would never happen. That's the mistake. The mistake is you can't, DC, you gotta get away from this like gimmicky, hacky comedy. You need to Well, yeah, exactly. To... That's like Marvel's nailed it. You need to do your own thing. You need to do Joker. You need to do the Dark Knight trilogy. You need to... Like, but I think Give they to the darkness. Yeah, I don't. I think they want to distance themselves from the. Oh, DC's like Marvel, but dark. But like, that's what they're good at. So that is what DC's good at. When it. DC goes dark, that's what they're good at. Yeah, DC's good because I feel like the DC storylines are darker by by. Yeah, I just feel like DC stories are darker as fuck. Yeah, like look, think about like the Superman story. Think about Batman. Think about. One of my favorite uh, comic book storylines and comic book people might be like, ugh, what a loser. But uh, Injustice, the video game Injustice, yeah. where it's like uh, the DC Mortal Kombat. Yeah. They made like a whole comic book like tale to go with it that like perfectly ties into the game. Basically what it is, is Joker basically gives up on Batman. He's like, I can never be Batman. I'll go after Superman. And he immediately does it. He... Uh, drugs Superman 
to like he's fighting doomsday which you know doomsday he's like every time superman beats him he regenerates not being able to be beat in the way that he was just beaten by superman so like he's a human no he's an alien or a creation he was the bad guy spoilers for batman versus superman it was doomsday oh Uh, that was doomsday yeah the big like gray spiky looking dude yeah yeah that's doomsday um and basically the challenge is you beat him and then he comes back and you can't beat him that way again so it's kind of cool so joker drugs superman to think that he's fighting uh doomsday doomsday and i think he uh to get rid of him he sends him up into space (laughs) like he just flies him up and lets him go and he's like he's gone he's just gonna (laughs) float away and then he comes back down and i forget how he realizes it but since he was hallucinating what he thought was doomsday was really pregnant lois lane and send her to space and she dies so superman kills lois lane and superman snaps and punches a hole through joker's chest and murders him and that the frame where that happened is like famous because batman in the background is literally like wide-eyed like what the fuck because <laughs> he's like clark don't do it don't do it you have to be stronger than him and he literally just puts his hand through his chest and joker is like laughing to death he was like i did it i made superman snap and now the justice league is gonna fall apart and it does <laughs> and that's the story of injustice it's Batman and Batman's team trying to stop and probably kill Superman and his team because Superman's gone off the deep end and he like he's like no more supervillains we're killing him <laughs> like <laughs> he goes nuts <laughs> and he like <laughs> becomes like this super fascist regime led by Superman it's nuts and it's it's so cool <laughs> like and that's super DC yeah and then you have like <laughs> ant-man over on the other side where it's like isn't this luis guy funny (laughs) dc needs to i they need to embrace the dark i think dc would be surprised at how much support they would get for their movies yeah look at dark knight yeah they just went off the deep end on it and they just said we're going dark joker is expected to break october records because it's a dc movie yeah it's also hard r like it's it r-rated R? and it is hard r yeah yeah it is violent and vulgar it was cool yeah it was a, it was a good flick you should go see it i'd see it again actually because it's a lot to unpack and it's probably one of those movies you could definitely rewatch. i still think my favorite dc movie so far is wonder woman wonder woman's great wonder woman's an amazing movie there's That's a poster for such a good movie i haven't seen it i don't think there's a trailer yet but there's a poster in the movie theater for wonder woman 1984 which is the they sequel. better do it as good as they did the first one it looks super cool yeah yeah oh that'd be sick because oh my god <laughs> it's so sad what how dc has lined up so many home runs and then just struck themselves out i don't understand yeah. you had suicide squad strike it a miss you had batman versus superman strike it a miss yeah you had uh uh what was that fucking justice league justice league Swing and a miss. You uh, had Aquaman was decent. Aquaman, Wonder Woman was great. Aquaman was fun. Mm-hmm. You got by on Jason Momoa's charisma. Exactly. You scraped by on that. And they basically pulled a Marvel on that one. Like Aquaman is a Marvel movie. 
Yeah. yeah. It's the closest Marvel movie that they've possibly made. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, Venom, which was... That's Sony, and it's a Marvel property. <gasps> Ooh, right. That's not DC. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. never mind. Um, uh, Then you have... Uh, now you have Joker. Yeah. Yeah. And they, ne- and they, they never did a, a full-on Ben Affleck Batman movie. <laughs> no, and they're not going to, it looks like. They're still... That one's still coming. It's The Batman and what was it it was he was he was writing directing and starring in it and then he stepped down from directing and they handed it over to someone else and they're like okay i think he could do a good job because he wanted to focus on batman the character and then (laughs) he's also a producer on it i think he realized that the story they're trying to tell needs to be a younger Batman, so he can't play Batman. So he stepped down from acting in it, too. And he just kind of gradually backed away from the movie, and now Robert Pattinson is playing Batman. Did you not hear that? I did. Yeah. So, like, the face that you're giving me, I can never let myself make again, because Heath Ledger. I was like, this is stupid. They're ruining Batman. That's if, You if, can't play the Joker. Robert Patton, Pattinson. Pattinson. Has a fucking Heath Ledger slash Joker Renaissance performance, then I will eat my words. <laughs> but until then, this face is the default face reaction when you hear shit like that. <laughs> so I don't think Heath Ledger will ever be matched in a scenario of ah, that person can't play that character. And then, oops, we were so <laughs> wrong. That person is now the only person who could play that character, which they did not do with Joker. Uh, Han Solo. Harrison Ford. Yeah, but then like on the flip side of that, Alden Emmerich or whatever, they're like, he can't play Han Solo. He did a really good job playing Han Solo. He did a decent job. He did a really good job. Um, Jared Leto sucked. Uh, As Joker? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, just... <laughs> and Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, Gal Gadot, everybody said she was going to be too skinny. Which she is a little skinny for Wonder Woman, but she did great. I don't. Uh, she has. She had. She had the leg size. Yeah. I felt like she was doing the squats and the lunges. I felt like she wasn't doing the deadlifts and the pull-ups. Yeah. She did also go from like supermodel skinny to like skinny buff to like athletic. Like she, yeah, athletic. athletic. <laughs> yeah, that's the word. That's athletic. what we'll call it. Athletic. I'm trying to think of what other characters like. Oh, they can't do. Oh, okay. So here's the thing. I wouldn't want to see Gal Gadot like crossfitted out. You know, just like, <laughs> like if Gal Gadot was Wonder Woman with traps up to her fucking like <laughs> her ears, Ew. it's like I wouldn't like yeah, that would be a fucking that would be a Wonder Woman. But like the image of Wonder Woman was never that. Yeah, it was just well, it was who was it? Uh, La- Lauren, Lauren, Laura. I don't know. I don't Whoever know. played Wonder Woman back in the TV show, I think. Yeah, everybody said she's like the iconic Wonder Woman. She had she was perfect in every. You just way had an in shape. Oh, an in-shape woman. You almost That's said a, old lady. <laughs> she wasn't at the time. <laughs> you just said an in-shape old lady. What more can you ask for in Wonder Woman? <laughs> Her new name is Wonder Lady. <laughs> Instead of Wonder Woman. I was not going to say. You were going to say old lady. I was going to say lady. Why did your mouth start saying O-L? You're like, you just had an in-shape old uh, woman. I was going to say, oh. 
If I would say lady or woman, so I was like, oh, uh, lady. That's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. And then you filled it in. Then you filled it. In. Yeah, play it back, everybody at home. Go back like thirty seconds and listen. How Dubs was definitely gonna say old lady. <laughs> Uh, oh, <laughs> DC needs to embrace the darkness and then just hire a bunch of old ladies to play everyone. <laughs> Birds of prey. Oh my god! No, but like I was saying, she was just a like in shape, an in shape woman, in shape lady. That's yeah. all it was, and that's fine. Don't get me wrong. If you had, you know, some. CrossFit champion fucking playing Wonder Woman, that would work, but it just wouldn't be the exact same. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's a that's a certain type of standard for uh, for 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 men. You can't believe a non-buff guy is a superhero. Yeah, Spider Man gets by because he's a kid. Mm-hmm. That's it. Tom Holland is ripped though. He's well, he's very cut. Yeah, he's very, actually, I think he's got like he's got a juicy booty. <laughs> He's a child, Dubs. No, he's not. He's like like 24. He's he's like 25. He's legal. He's got a juicy booty. He's got got a juicy booty. You know those those pants girls wore back in high school that's just juicy across them? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that's that's Tom Holland's booty. It was it was it's juicy. Uh, He's got he's got quads. He's got quads and glutes. He's got sizable thickness in his in his lower body. Trying to think of who's like a superhero that's not like ripped or cut. Like there kinda, isn't one. What? There isn't a male oh, there one. isn't one. Yeah. Women. I was yes. gonna say like Mark Ruffalo, but it's just Bruce Banner. He, he turns, turns into, into the, the Hulk, Hulk, who's the most ripped and cut. Tony Stark transforms into Iron Man, and Iron Man has muscles. <laughs> yeah, the suit has muscles. Yeah, the suit is more shaped for uh, like weapons, but yes, they turn out to be. Paul the- Rudd got ripped for ant-man and so did chris pratt remember when chris pratt used to be fat oh chris pratt got ripped yeah super paul rudd got ripped when when did you see him shirtless uh in ant-man uh what's her face uh hope walks in on him while he's changing and he like turns around and you can tell that paul rudd's like definitely flexing and he's got like an a-pack yeah he's just he's pretty Hmm. yeah you never see an average the the equivalent of like so captain marvel yeah. She looks like a normal infant young woman. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see that with you don't see just a normal beefy looking woman. <laughs> yeah, well Yeah, let's flip it. You don't see beefy woman. You don't see powerlifting looking woman yeah. or jacked crossfit woman with six percent body fat. Hmm. You see pretty standard women as superheroes. Yeah. And we can believe that. We can't believe a standard looking normal athletic guy being a superhero. Yeah. We can't. Hmm. That's a good point. Vision, maybe Vision, but Vision, you still have abs, and he's tall, and... Yeah, he's tall and in shape, and he he probably has abs, but he also has a laser coming out of his head, <laughs> so he doesn't really use muscles ever at Actually, all. Actually, in Age of Ultron, he comes out jacked, and then he, like, puts his own cape on, because he sees how Thor is dressed, and he, like, mimics Thor. Oh, God. <laughs> that movie's so underrated. <laughs> I know, right? But, like, that's that's a good point, right? Black Widow. Yeah, she's thick, but she's also just another just 
in shape woman. She just got married to, uh, I forget his name, but one of the guys who does uh, Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live. Really? Yeah, the white guy. I, I forget his name. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I can't think of it. It's because you, we just can't believe it as, as, as a culture. Mm-hmm. Just wait, that guy's a superhero that saves people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Ooh! Who's the DC guy that runs really quick? Flash? Uh, Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller, yeah. 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 He's kind of just a dude. He's kind of just a dude, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we found him. I think we found one. We found our guy. Him or um, the equivalent in X-Men. Quicksilver. He's pretty No, rich. no, not Quicksilver. The one who's like, who runs really quick. That's Quicksilver. No, Quicksilver shoots out the fucking... No. Quicksilver is Marvel's version of Flash. So then who... Oh, Silver Surfer. I'm thinking of Silver Surfer. Yeah. Who's... <laughs> ripped (laughs) (laughs) but also completely cgi yes but yeah the silver surfer was uh okay i thought he was quicksilver quicksilver was in avengers and x-men same character but played by two different people whoa yeah right that's really cool yeah (laughs) right yeah and, little uh, X-Men crossover finally, little little drip drip. Yeah, who knows what they can do now because Storm isn't jacked. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we're still going apparently. Sorry, sorry, just um, keeps coming to, keeps coming to mind. Yeah, so weird thing like Marvel owned the rights to those characters, but uh Fox or whoever makes X-Men, yeah, it was Fox, uh owned the rights to all the X-Men. And Marvel could use Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, who are X-Men, but couldn't refer to them as X-Men. Uh, and Scarlet Witch is also not jacked. Yes. <laughs> um, but in the comics, those two are twins, and they are Magneto's kids. Really? Yeah, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. So because Quicksilver was killed yeah. in the MCU, they can never fully integrate X-Men with the standard storyline of the X-Men universe. Not with the current storyline. Like they, I don't think they'll even try to cross over Hugh Jackman X Men with Avengers. Imagine if they fuck. Imagine if that's a post credit scene. Year plan. <laughs> well, I mean, that's it's. Uh, I think Phase Five or whatever, or the second half of Phase Four, is going to be X Men and Fantastic Four. But I think they're going to be new. Can I don't you know what imagine they're going to do if they fucking did that. A post-credit scene where just Hugh Jackman walks up. <laughs> hey, bub. <laughs> like, takes out a cigar. Yeah, oh my god. Speaking of cigars, I need to smoke a cigar. Yeah. I need uh, to go watch Rogue One. Yes. Well, I was going to say, I smoke, I, I smoke one cigar a month in the nice seasons. Mm-hmm. And because I moved and and work and all this other stuff and, and everything that's happened this, uh, this summer, I've only had two cigars and that was at the wedding i went to in virginia mm-hmm. oh yeah and like that's it so yeah. i am way behind so i am <laughs> behind i am do a cigar before it gets too cold for me to enjoy them anymore yeah so i think that's that's my weekend plan cool but yeah sounds like a good weekend and you're gonna watch rogue one i'm gonna watch rogue one tonight while i pack for my weekend plans oh which is right to go camping oh, right. in vermont very excited you should have a cigar it's gonna be nice to have a cigar by I might campfire. Actually, one of the guys i'm going with might be into it and Ooh. i'll let you know how it goes on our let, next episode. Let me know what kind you get. Okay. Do you, do you know what? No. Nope. Okay. All right. All right. Maldonado. <laughs> Is that one of them? Sure. Okay. <laughs> well, enjoy camping. Thank you. Okay. <laughs>
ready. Give it, keep it a like official away. Is this a good link? It sounds really good, right? It sounds better if I keep it a fist away, so I could just do this for the whole episode. That's how. That's how you get the Bane voice, right? Yes. Have you seen the video of Tom Hardy doing the Bane voice to his dog? No. And his dog like is freaking out. Oh my god! His dog's like, what the fuck? I'd love to see him do that. All right, we'll find it before we start.